now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You can hear from that music and may have guessed by the title of this episode that we are here on the high wind. I am Brooklyn Zed, sometimes known around these parts as Nibbleheim Zed, here with my buddy, my co-pilot in training, Adam H., here on the high wind, learning how to fly. Adam, how are you? You doing okay? Yeah, just give me give me a second. I have to, I have to get the key here from my feet right into my mouth. <laughs> okay, there we go. Now I got to get into my elbow. Oh, how did you end up in a gas chamber? I'm so sorry. I don't know. It's going brutal, Zed. But apparently I can breathe in here for as long as I could possibly want <laughs> uh, without any kind of issue whatsoever. Uh, I'm doing good, Zed. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm good. We're really getting into, like, the meat of the game now. Where, like, you thought things were maybe confusing before. Everything is, like, off the rails at this point. Uh, including a train that I crash every time. Um, <laughs> and we'll get to that part shortly. Uh, did you have a good time this week? Uh, yes. I mean, I think so. There were, there were certainly so. some ups and downs. Uh, I think one of my highlights from this week is you just giving me a bunch of homework to do, just like a bunch of little random side stuff to do. And me looking at those like pretty big paragraphs of text being like, Oh man, this is gonna take ages. Uh, luckily, it like didn't take very long, but it was still very daunting. Um, 
And uh, the one thing I will say here right at the top, I, I complained a lot last week about uh, the, the overall pacing of the game. I feel like they like took us up, they took us way back down, they took us back up again. Um, I feel like we are certainly building here. The tension is rising, even though we kind of have to go do some what I'm going to call side questy things. Uh, overall, the story itself is building, which I like. The other thing I'm going to say is that we haven't even talked about this yet. Last week, I was accused of being tame on this podcast. And I have to say, not once in my life have I ever been called tame, let alone regarding a podcast. And so I'm, I'm ready to go full oh unhinged here because uh, we never want to get that kind of feedback again. And on top of all of that, there's some pretty ridiculous stuff that happens uh, in this little section here. So uh, I'm yeah. excited to get into it. Uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on the uh, mini games of this part of the game <laughs> as we as we go along. I can kind of tell your general feeling based on your face. Um, so we last left off uh, with just Barrett and Tifa um, trapped in Junon. Tifa's been asleep for a week. We don't know where anybody else is. Cloud is missing. Uh, our other friends are maybe around, but we don't we don't really know. Um, and the first thing that's gonna happen here is uh, is is their their public execution. the The execution will be televised. Yeah, uh, the messaging here, uh, I really thought they just went hard when I don't know that they really needed to. Um, <laughs> like they it was a scathing review of what leadership looks like in a broken authoritarian state. Um, just like we need to publicly execute someone because the people love it. The people need to see someone there. It was like, I, I mean, they could have just said, hey, we're on opposite sides of things. We've been trying to kill you all game. And now we're just going to do it. But no, they 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 pulled out all the stops. They were just like, we are going to televise this live. Everyone's going to love it, even though we're the ones ruining everything. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> Scarlet's really saying the quiet part out loud. Uh, and she's not only she's saying it out loud, she's like yelling it to the heavens. In front of <laughs> she, she's saying it out loud, loudly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we're led into this this weird, I don't even know, like staging room for public execution. Uh, you know, everyone's got one of those, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is there where we, uh, you know, we're told, okay, it's over. Uh, she leads Tifa back into a little gas chamber uh not great really kind of hate to see that why do they have that not great um that's not going to be answered why that exists other than literally for this point in the game we're not going to address it that's well, not going to be addressed again let me just say very definitively here uh if leading tifa into the gas chamber you don't ever do that for the first time like this is not the first time that this gas chamber has been used this is not like your clearly not emergency yeah. gas chamber like this is clearly something that's been going on for a while um which is very very concerning for a lot of reasons obviously shinra was already bad so you know we already they, they were already evil uh but showing us a new level of that evil is a little brutal yeah. um Although the security guard has one job and he's quite bad at it yes uh all of the Shinra guards are pretty bad at being Shinra guards, but also um, as someone who runs a lot of D&D, I relate to that because every guard ever is just like a grunt, yeah. like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so so Tifa goes in, um, and we're 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 still playing with Barrett. And I will say the biggest theme I can find across all of what I have done in this most recent section is that who I am playing as, the party that I am playing as, is just constantly shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, away from the people that I would like it to be yeah. <laughs> and towards the people where I've never played as them before. Um, so we get Barrett here. Barrett's trying to let out uh, let out Tifa. Scarlet's just like, ah, you have no chance. And then um, emergencies happen because, uh, as is well known, whenever the story is heating up, whenever you're in a difficult situation, that's when another factor has to come into play. And I love the... Uh, 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 they give us the big emergency sound or whatever and weapon the giant metal dragon whatever is flying right here towards judon for some reason um right now and the whole thing like shakes explodes whatever and then scarlet falls down to the ground barrett is fine and then we have to start our little prison escape here mm-hmm. um little convenient on the timing uh, of all of this, I have to say. Just, you know, a little convenient. Um, I, God, I almost don't even want to talk about this part because uh, we get stupid Kate Sith here who is... I was playing this on stream, I think, like, maybe right after we podcasted last week or shortly thereafter. Um, and now that now when I'm playing, I'm thinking about you playing. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Adam's going to hate that he has to play as Kate Sith and he has to play as Yuffie. Like, this is like... His his B team to the max right now. This is uh, B team is a generous way to yeah. describe Kate Sith. <laughs> um, who is agreed? Like, maybe in disguise in this room. I was a little confused at what the purpose of this because I feel like either Kate Sith was captured and was just here, but but like he had a different like f- colored face type. Like there was a I don't even know. Well, he was disguised as a reporter for a while. Yeah, uh, let's let me just the say big round giant, reporter who's hopping around. Yeah, huge marshmallow Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> over here is certainly not going to be able to be disguised as anything. Yeah. Who uh, let the Michelin Man into the press pool? Yeah, like like what is this? Um, yeah, it's just ridiculous. And then Kate Sith is involved, so we. We, ha- we honestly hate to see it. We hate to see any time that Kate Sith is involved because the dialogue just makes no sense. It's just like, oh, I know I'm a spy for these people who are literally right here trying to kill you, but I'm going to help you now. Um, it's, it's, it's just so dumb. Uh, we do get some cool kind of uh, visuals here, like the cinematics of the weapon approaching. We see Junon's giant cannon exploding and everyone shooting guns and the sister ray yeah they think it works great we get like these cutscenes of the leaders saying to fire the thing and um surprise surprise it it doesn't it doesn't work uh their cannons are nothing compared to this giant metal dragon so um Gosh, I'm trying to think of what else was there with the Barrett part of it because he just like runs away. Oh my! Oh, when we get out to the stupid hallway, I don't know where I'm going in this hallway, and so I like take a couple directions, and then just out of nowhere, Kate Sith pops out of Barrett and was like, "What? Why are you going this way? Oh, we, have yeah. to, we have to go out." And then so I go in the other way, and then he pops out again. Why are you going this way? The you airport's bar- the other way, dummy. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, I've never way. been here before. Relax. You lead. Why am I leading? It doesn't even matter. You're uh, just shut up. I'd rather go the wrong way than be told by you like Uh this is ridiculous um 
it was just it was so personal too, Zed. It was like I literally felt like Kate Sith was popping out and be like, Why are you going this way, you big stunned, stupid idiot? Like, what are you what are you doing? Uh and so we eventually get out, we get to the top, and then Barrett and um oh, this is where we also find Yuffie. Who cares? Yuffie was disguised as a reporter. <laughs> Why? Why? Hey, I gotta talk to you. I gotta talk to you. You got a minute to talk about what's going on? No, no I'm a little busy. Uh, I don't have hey, time hey, for you. Hey, it's me. It's me. I don't care. You can stay behind, Yuffie. I do not need you in this group ever. Ugh. And so we had to leave. We got the, I mean, absolute garbage squad here of Barrett, Kate Sith, and Yuffie. Um, Barrett is the only thing bringing that up to even, like, a, a manageable team. But, like, I would never choose that threesome as I anything. I was, uh grinding limit breaks with those three this morning no just doing battles to get their their limit break levels up and, and thinking of you <laughs> uh <laughs> um oh th- uh there was this was a little bit funny actually as we were going because there uh, oh, i hate this there were still random encounters um in the thing and even though i uh no i hadn't gotten to that point so there were still random encounters in the thing um, I didn't have any healing between Barrett and K Sith. Oof. Uh, because why would I have healing on either of those two? I've never played as Kate Sith in my life. Uh, and Barrett like has other you know other stuff. And so, uh, Kate Sith died early in the like thing. Um, yeah. Even though he kept like popping out and telling me I was going the wrong way, whatever. Um, I just let. I just let Kate Sith be dead the whole uh-huh. time. I didn't even bother. Using... I had a feeling. Yeah, didn't even care. Um, we got Yaffe and they left. Uh, and they just, like, left. His plan was to try and rescue Tifa. And then he was just like, eh, she's got it. And so Barrett and Kate Sith and Yaffe left. Uh-huh. A little dramatic there because I, you know, at that point, I certainly did not know what was going to happen to Tifa. I was starting to get pre-upset that we were potentially losing Tifa here. Um, yeah, you can't take anything for granted anymore. Yeah, I was really about to, uh, you know, I was about to lose it. And it turns Eris out... has died. Cloud is missing. He like is nothing, gone. nothing. There are no more guarantees. Well, there is one guarantee, and is that we are going to play some stupid mini games when we get Hell back yeah. to the other characters. <laughs> and so we're taken into this gas room where there is conveniently a key right on the floor in front of Tifa, uh, as is tradition with any gas room, of course. Um, and we are told uh, in this mini game that I can move either the feet, the right arm, the left arm, or the head. And uh-huh. somehow Tifa needs to end up with this key. Yep. And in my mind, this is uh, this is presented in a way that's like you should probably do this quickly because there is gas coming yeah. into. They the give room. you a time limit on so many things where ultimately the time limit's not going to matter. Yeah. And then here they're just like, no pressure. Yeah. Take your time. Don't even worry about it. Uh. And I will say, it took me a good while to to get this key up there. Tifa was fine. Doesn't matter how long you're in there breathing the gas. Uh, unless it does, and the time limit was actually just insanely long. But I don't know. <laughs> I was in there a long time. So um, you had to, like, get the key into, like, her feet and then up. And it, like, combined with, 
like foot to head. Uh, I, I honestly, the fact that I was able to accomplish this uh, was just because I was hitting random buttons. All, I mean, mm-hmm. there was no, like, I didn't, you know, big brain this in any way. There was no, like, dexterity required to complete this mini game. This was just, I'm going to hit buttons until something happens. Uh-huh. Um, and eventually I got out. And I, yeah. I, you know. That tracks. I don't know how you were supposed to do it. I really don't care how you were supposed to do it. This was a very dumb mini game. Um probably the worst one so really far. maybe okay. the cpr one was worse but this one's pretty bad <laughs> all right at all some right. point Fair we should enough. we should rank all the mini games at some there point there is um we could do that at the end uh there is nothing instinctual about pressing multiple buttons at once um which is critical to accomplishing this task and if you grew up well, I mean, this game is from 1997, but, like, my understanding of buttons back in the day was that, like, you could only push one at a time. If you tried to push multiple buttons, nothing was going to happen. Not multiple things were going to happen. Hmm. So I think the game eventually is does say, like, try different combinations, um, which is the only way you'll know. And that is literally <sighs> just the game telling you they don't come up with any context for how you would otherwise gain that information. Um I love in a game uh, where the dialogue is like the person is talking to you like they're in the real world and then they'll say and then just push square to to keep going. And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what you said to your friend while you were standing at the convenience store. Uh, It's what I say to my friends constantly uh, whenever, you know, we're getting together at convenience stores or or having slap competitions. Just push push circle, Uh, you know, page up, page down. Yes, of course. Uh, it is. <laughs> uh, and the team is able to get out because uh, there's a hole in the front of this uh, gas chamber, which is conveniently on the outside of the whole thing because the weapon has uh, shot. Yeah, the into roof it. gets like blown open conveniently yeah. right after you've escaped from the chair yeah. and figured out how to turn off the gas. Also. Yes, <laughs> just to p- press the button. <laughs> uh-huh. we are, we're very good at operating gas chambers, I suppose. Um, we get out and then we start walking around another classic a classic map that I don't think should actually be a map that you should be able to walk on. Uh, <laughs> we get out to the front. We go to the very tippy top of the cannon for some reason. Um, that's where the action is, I suppose. And then who who's there uh, but our good friend... Uh, what is it scarlet is that right yeah so i think they want to give you like a sense of how big this cannon is uh that it is large enough that you can run along it across the top and it's not like a balance beam it's like wider than a person Mm -hmm. although what what the escape plan is here is not clear because because you know you're running to a, a dead end or you're gonna jump into the ocean i mean that could be an option be pretty high jump. Yeah, it doesn't seem great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're out there. Scarlet has been able to follow us all the way, just as fast as we are somehow. Um, able to climb down and navigate whatever. And then uh, my assumption was going to be here. Okay, we're at the end of the cannon. This is time for a fight. Like a big fight is about to happen here. Tifa's about to like have to prove her own. Instead... 
Tifa and Scarlet just start slapping each other. Um, and then it's over. Yeah, really dumb. And they're just calling each other names the whole time. There's a lot of uh, dialogue that looks like keyboard mashing um, to to avoid as a as a means of censoring what they're actually saying. But it is nothing kind. And I won't even say it on this family friendly podcast. This is a family friendly podcast. Do you think in we case Mike one? Edwards' children are in the background? Okay. <laughs> um, okay, we yeah, I respect that. Um, yeah, there didn't seem to be any point to this too. I thought there was going to be a fight here. Uh, there wasn't. It was just slapping, and then Bear shows up with a ship. Yep. I, I mean, that's it. Like there was no there. The, so little payoff happened at yep. the end of this, and he, like you know, this is like a big prison break type situation she was in a gas chamber like the stakes were high and like <laughs> it really botched the ending here <laughs> i think uh, uh the great escape is she jumps off of a cannon misses the rope that is mm-hmm. dangling from the airship and then manages to grab it while she's falling and hang on mm-hmm. guess it's a good thing she's got those gloves whatever because those are her weapon, remember? Yeah. You're upgrading her gloves all the time. Because imagine the rope burn. Oh, I mean, I, once you miss it the first time, I'm just falling. Oh, that's it. No, you've missed it. it. Like, the physics yeah. make no sense. You get one shot at this. Uh, unless the rope is just, like, insanely long. But it, I, it wasn't. <laughs> so. Yeah, but um, a lot of convenient timing here in this uh, this little segment. Yeah, I really, you know, I feel like Scarlet could have done a lot more here to to cap off this, you know, prison break sequence. But alas, and so look uh, at my badass cannon here on top of this cannon. I will slap you in the face, <laughs> and my guards will just watch as I slap you in the face. Yep, that's it. Uh, yeah, we're done. Um, and then. I will say this is very exciting because even though it was a little underwhelming how we ended up here, uh, we got an airship and I like it. I like it. I didn't want to spoil for you what exactly your new vehicle would be because it is very exciting. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty cool. Uh, Even just like running around the rooms inside. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. we have an operation room. We somehow have a crew that's, like, you know, going through. Well, this is um, Sid's airship. Yeah. Uh, Sid has an airship, and uh, it's ours now. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Probably still yeah. Sid's, but, you know, it's mine. <laughs> we are, we have commandeered it, effectively. Sid is letting us, letting us uh, take up, take up residency within it. Yeah, I do love it. We like talk with everyone on the ship. Uh, just a small note here: every time I get back on the ship, Yuffie is having a like breakdown about how she is seasick or she air gets sick. very motion sickness. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you remember that when you were. Oh no, because you didn't have her yet. Um, if you pick her up right away, you have her on the um, the ship when you're crossing from Junon to Costa del Sol. Uh, and she is very unwell on that ship also. Oh, well. She doesn't um, do good in vehicles, <laughs> I guess. Well, uh, she could leave. You know, that'll be fine. We could just drop her off. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just don't need her, Zed. I really just don't. 
um, we get you know we get into this airship. We're like talking. We have some big uh, dramatic conversations here. Um, a couple things I believe that did happen on this airship. Um, we have an operation room, which I, 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 you know, I like that, like a big table, maps on the side, like yeah. you know, uh, battle station. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also a couple workers. I love that the one pilot that I get control of the ship from is like leveling up in his pilot training. He's a trainee. Yeah, I love that. I don't know how many levels there are, but he like, I think he starts at like two, and I think he's already up to like six or seven or yeah. something like that. And the first time you talk to him, he goes, "Wow." <laughs> Are we gonna go flying? Um, yeah, and like even the other crew, it's very funny. They're like, "Don't talk to me. I'm, I'm super focused." I'm trying to do my job. And then like Sid yells at them, like, "Hey, what's, what's going on over there?" <laughs> I'm just like, "Damn, Sid, it's just me. I'm just trying to get to know the crew." Um, but he does it every time. I might have done that repeatedly just because I thought it was really funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> yell that. Whatever brings you joy. Yeah. Um. And then I think the important part here is that Kate Sith, who is still here for some reason, Kate Sith decides to be useful and is like, hey, do you want to spy in on a conversation back in uh, back in Midgar about Kyahaha and Kyahaha? Uh-huh. Um, I will say that's very funny, but it's still coming from Kate Sith. So, it, you know, it's, um, <laughs> it's not that funny. Um and somehow, Kate Sith is able to get us access to this conversation between, I didn't even write this down, uh, Heidegger was there, I think mm-hmm. Scarlet was there, I th- who was the, uh, Colonel Mustard was there. Yes, Palmer. Um, and then there was one more. Uh-huh, there was one more. Uh, I don't remember who. <laughs> <laughs> was it Rufus? Reeve. Oh, okay. Who's Reeve? Uh, we've seen him once or twice before. He spoke to President Shinra and was like, okay, so about the plans for rebuilding Sector 7. And the president's like, we're not rebuilding Sector 7. And the guy's like, okay, but my plans. I don't remember this at all. Did we ever talk about this? Probably. Oh, maybe. You've seen him before. Okay. Well, the conversation I'm thinking of may happen later, uh, but you've seen him before. Okay. He was in that original meeting that we spied on from the from the bathroom when we were in the Shinra building. Ah. Okay, so maybe we're starting to put some stuff together here. Is Reeve Kate Sith? Does that mean I hate Reed? It's possible. Who's to say? Okay. Anyway, who's who cares? To say? Uh, it's, it's the stupidest mystery of all time. Anything regarding Kate Sith, who cares? Um, so we are spying on this conversation. They're talking about what they need to do to penetrate the, uh, the crater of energy up North or something, which uh, side note, uh, when I was looking for the next location here, um, I thought it was going to be up North, but instead it's, it was absolutely not, but I still went up North for a long time and I bounced into that crater so many times. I was like, okay, yeah. we'll take it from a different angle. Um, no, doesn't matter. Nope. The answer um, is not now. Not yeah, now. That crater is where a meteor is hovering with its impending doom. Uh, and since, and we didn't really talk about meteor in our, in our great plot dump of the end of last episode, 
Um, but that is now the great threat hovering in the sky. And after you're out of this big cutscene with Sephiroth and with Rufus and everybody all in one place, uh, the world map music has changed to oh. something much more ominous than it was before. Um, you may not notice it as much because you're flying around in your airship, so you got your airship music all the time, um, which I th- is what I let us in with, and I think I'm leading us out with the, the ominous world music. But it's uh, a major change has happened in, in the world of, of these characters. Um, I'm not going to lie. Most of the time, I do not listen to the sound. You don't have the sound on? Josh is going to kill you. It's not that I don't have it on. I have it, like, on in the headphones, but I don't have the headphones on, but I have them, like, open. So I, like, I hear it very faintly. The problem is it's so loud, and I, like, have to, like, go down, but then if I get any other notifications for anything, like, they all go away. It's whatever. It's a whole thing. Um... I listen to the stuff. Don't I, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> I listen to things. Josh is very big on the music of final fantasy being a big part of what makes the game so great. Yeah. Uh, the composer for, I think the first nine, uh, I don't, I don't know if that's right. I think the first nine, um, Nobu Umatsu is, uh, is someone Josh loves very much. I have nothing against the music that I think my problem because as someone who started with 14, um, the music was so good (laughs) in 14 and this is not super my style. Like this kind of music. Well, most of the music in 14 is songs from the final fantasies, but not with like the electric MIDI type style. You know what I mean? I guess. I'm so sorry that this music is from 1997, Adam. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I, nothing I can do about that part of it. Yeah. Um, but I think that means you'll like the, the music in remake is these same themes, but made very modern. Okay. So if you ever get around to checking out remake, I think you will really enjoy the music there. Uh, I mean, not for nothing. I'm like a very big music guy. I can talk extensively uh, yeah. about like actual music, music theory, all that kind of stuff. That's a huge part of my life. Um, yeah, the like the piano old, man, the electric stuff is not. I don't know. Uh, okay, it's not bad, but uh, you know, uh, I I think I was just spoiled on like how good 14 was everywhere that I went, and so that is probably uh, flavoring a lot of this. Oh, and you have so many more places to go with so many more. So much more good music. In 14 or in 7? In 14. Oh, okay. When well, we get there. <laughs> in October, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we... Uh, we Okay, so we over, we're overhearing the conversation, which is all about this huge materia, which... Um, what? Uh, yeah. Huge materia. Materia is so strong and powerful i even called this out 330 times more powerful mainly because what a stupid delineation of power 330 times 33 fold more powerful yeah sure it's very powerful i don't know who came up with the number 330 here yeah right feels like we could have done i don't know a lot of options here listen you've, you've seen materia but this, <laughs> this is huge material. Smush, 
<laughs> you ever seen 330 materia next to each other? Push <laughs> it all together. <laughs> That's what we get here. We get huge materia. Um, and so they're playing us to get the huge materia and then blow a hole through this crater and get to Meteor uh, up north. That's their plan. And mm-hmm. luckily for us, they tell us exactly where they can find materia, which is in Mount Coral and Fort Condor. Yes. And you didn't go to Fort Condor before, if I remember. I did go to Fort Condor before. Oh, you did? Okay. I did go to Fort Condor before. Um, Okay, so that's what happens first. Did I skip a whole thing? Well, we're going to go to Medeal. Yeah, that's what it is. But we did listen in on that meeting where you learned that information. Uh, But you will go to Medeal before you go do the huge materia things. Okay, so I'm in Medeal. Uh, it took me a while to find it. I thought it was up north. I don't know why I thought it was up north. Uh, I was wandering around aimlessly for probably like a half an hour, and then I messaged you, and I was like, "There's nothing up north here for me to find." Um, and so we're down south, <laughs> all the way at the other end of the map. Uh, we find Medeal. There's I, I almost I spent like no time here except for like just going to to find Pia. That's our whole plan. We're trying to find Pia here. Okay, I'm playing as Tifa. At this point, I'm going to find Pia. We're going to do it. I believe in us. We get to the clinic. Uh, Pia's not looking good as we no. get into this clinic. A uh, little bit of like a trance state, like a very dazed type situation. Pia's out of it. The doctor who looks super creepy is uh, tr- caring f- f- for Pia here. Kind of. I don't know what he's actually doing. Uh, he also dies later, which whatever. Um, he, you know, he's out there. Uh, we get there and it's, I mean, it's not looking good when I, you know, I, uh, when we reunited with Pia, when I saw the hair, I was like, okay, we back. Like it's time. Let's go. Let's finish this off. Uh, not so much. Pia's not looking great here. He's wheezing. He's in a wheelchair. He's rocking back and forth. He's unresponsive to Tifa's urgent pleas and cries. Uh, yeah, not good. So Tifa decides she's going to stay with Cloud, with Pia, and look after him. We're just losing party members left and right. The only people that I want in my party keep leaving! <laughs> Who am I supposed to even yeah. have here? This is ridiculous. Uh, this next part of the game here, I had to do... With people that I didn't even want to have in the party. Uh, so Chief is gone. And we have two more stops to make before we even get back here uh, to Midial. Um And so I'm having to form this party of scraps here. Uh, and so do you want to guess who I went with? I feel like you could probably guess who I went with. Well, so we get back on the airship. Um, I can't remember if it's if it's in Medeal or on the airship that Barrett's like, we need a new leader and I can't be the leader. I thought I could, but I can't, which is like based on nothing. Absolutely nothing. He gives great rousing motivational speeches. I think this is a real discredit to his character. This is one of the things that has always bothered me the most about Final Fantasy VII is this weird moment of Barrett being like, I can't be the leader. It's like, you were the leader before Cloud got here like five minutes ago. Um, I think... I think you can do it. Uh, but for some reason, Sid's going to be the leader. 
He's like, you captain an airship so you can lead a group of rebels to do all this random stuff we've got to do. So Sid's going to be the leader. Let's see. You're not going to take Kate Sith and you're not going to take Yuffie. So you're going to take Barrett and the doggo. Uh, I did not take the doggo. Did you take Vincent? I did take Vincent. <gasps> Hooray! Uh, so exciting. Yeah, you've been telling me to take Vincent for a while. I'm not going to lie. Previously, I was like, you know, I was saying, yeah, oh, I'll take Vincent. Yeah, we'll get Vincent in there. I had no intention of bringing Vincent into the party. I'm not uh-huh. going to lie. I, I was no going to keep bullying you until it happened. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I just had no intention of it. But I guess if they're going to take literally everyone away, uh, Vincent can make the cut. Yeah, the game is also going to bully you into taking Vincent. Yeah. They're like, you went and got him out of the freaking coffin. You did that awful, horrendous battle against the lost number. You went to all that work. You might as well use him. Um, yes. So we are now about to go on some side quests with your party of Sid and Vincent and Barrett. Uh, and we will talk about what happens on our huge materia missions right after this break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. So Sid is leading the way on the high wind. Sid is running around on the world map crotch first. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed the funny way that he runs. It is very lower half forward mm-hmm. in a very mm-hmm. silly way that is entertaining to see to watch at the very least it's like the only perk of him being in charge of your party uh i did not notice that but josh pointed it out to me so so blame josh yeah i mean hey uh wherever your eyes are drawn on the world map uh, no judgment from me you know uh if if that's where we're going here 
you know, you do you. Uh, and so we head to Mount Coral. Uh, of course, you know, we have to go through through the desert town of North Coral and then across the bridge, the longest bridge ever known to man um, <laughs> that we, you know, have to go through there. The random encounters here, I will say, and I, you said this earlier as we were, as we were, you know, I, way early in the podcast of like when you go back to older places, the baddies are not going to be scaled up. Um, yeah. And so it is pretty funny, like going through and seeing these and just everyone one-shotting them easily. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of that, what are your limit breaks still all level one? No, I did. At, at all? I did look at that. Yes. Although admittedly not for the majority of the party that I have in this. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but everyone else does have updated limit breaks. Okay. You know, I think it's because um, the way uh, that that works generally is you have to use the first one in the level eight times and that unlocks the second limit break for that level. And then it's about the individual character. Uh, I think getting 80 kills, like killing 80 monsters oh. in order to unlock the next limit break level. Um, so like this morning I was listening to podcasts and I put the game on three X and I just went to an easy place and killed monsters over and over and over again to, to grind up all my limit breaks for my characters. Cause that was mindless and easy. And all I had to do was keep pressing a, cause they were taking tiny damage. Um, but that's a fast way. Cause it doesn't matter how difficult the enemy is. It just matters how many times you've killed them. So that's a, if you happen to be listening in on a D&D session that you are not running or playing in, I don't know if such a thing exists, uh, <laughs> might be a good background activity while you're hanging out. Um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, good to know. Uh, I sort of just been going with the vibes of yeah. when they level up, they level up. So you have any idea what level your characters are? I want to say like 40 something, low okay. 40s. That sounds about right. Low to mid 40s ish. I have definitely not done enough grinding in my current playthrough, and mine are all right around 38, 39. So you're probably where you should be. <laughs> and I am a little behind level wise because I keep skipping random encounters. <laughs> Must be nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we get to uh, we get to Coral, we get back to this reactor, we go through a bunch of the train tracks. Uh, reminds me of the very annoying time I had here previously trying to navigate this space. Um, but now we're here, and as soon as we arrive, we get to beat up on some low-level grunt shin regards, whatever. And then, conveniently, just as we arrive, a train takes off, which has the huge materia, I yeah, guess. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, I'm okay with the timing. Like, whatever. That's convenient. Okay. Why are they taking this huge materia by train from the reactor to North Coral? What's the play here? Well, that's where the train goes, but I believe the ultimate goal is to use it to power up um, the the sister ray and to point the sister ray at Meteor to blow it up. Yeah, why do we have to go through North Coral to do that? Why is this train necessary? Because the huge materia is in the reactor, and that's where the train tracks go. Oh, so there was just there, okay. So there was no plan of once we get to North Crow with the huge materia, 
We'll yeah, I'm not sure it. what Shinra was going to do with it, let alone what we were going to do with it. Okay, well, either way, we then uh, have another timed segment in this uh-huh. game, which I famously hate with a passion. Yep, me too. Um, these are the worst. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I've said this before. It's like a cool concept, right? To have like real life time dictate something in game. The problem is I cannot make the things in game go faster i have like no control over how quickly they they do (laughs) things which is very very frustrating Uh um so we start out by doing some sort of weird lever lever thingy where we're going up with the left and down with the right and then we we keep you know alternating back and forth um i felt like an idiot just like (laughs) spamming these buttons back and forth but it worked uh we got there we were able to catch up because sid knows how to drive a train and left right left right left right (laughs) yeah they very conveniently left us our own little mini train on the back of that train which sid conveniently knows exactly how to to pilot yeah you know not that different from an airship i'm i'm sure oh yeah uh well we do have a whole crew you know doing the airship um and so we're on this 10-minute time where we get going. It doesn't take very long to catch up, 30 seconds maybe, something like that. Not very long. Um, and then we get to uh, the train cars. We are, you know, we're polar expressing this uh, right on the top of these train cars as we're going through. There's like five of them. Um, and just as with the icicles previously, every time we get to a new one, there's another battle. Some of these were fine. Some of the uh-huh. battles were fine. The the I think the uh the the first one was fine. The last one was fine. Um, there were two in the middle that I, I nearly lost this on. I only had uh-huh. to do this once. I, I won't bury the lead here. I did complete this in the first ten minutes. I didn't have to do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was close. Uh, the 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 bird thing that was like flying around. Uh, it had guns. It kept shooting me. It kept shooting two people simultaneously. Um, why did that have more HP than I have ever seen anything have? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm looking at the walkthrough right now. And so the first thing that you fought um, in in FF7, it's called a gas ductor. But they bring these into remake and they're a big pain in the ass and they're called smoggers where they do the same thing. They cast like poison and silence on you depending on the on which thing they hit you with. Mm-hmm. Um, so you fight those a couple times. Then you fight the Wolfmeister um, who has 10,000 HP. Uh, and then you're gonna, the thing you're talking about is called the Eagle Gun. Um, and it has 17,000 HP, and then you're going to fight one more soldier. <laughs> like, one yeah, more soldier. <laughs> I honestly, I thought I had failed the whole thing because I only had, like, 40 seconds left after I finished the, e- the you called it an eagle or whatever. Yeah, the um, eagle gun, you know. Eagle gun. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb name. Um, oh, we fight this eagle, and that took so long. I mean, this is, like, what I was saying. I, I can beat it. It's fine. Like, I can beat the thing, but I can't, like, make its attacks go any faster. And so uh, I'm, like, going through. I'm attacking. I'm doing my best. I don't have the high damage crew uh, out here to, like, do it. I mean, they're okay. Yeah. Um, 
I did get to, I know you had talked about this before. I did get to Vincent's uh, uh, limit break where he uh-huh. turned into a weird gremlin type thing. Uh-huh. Uh, he wild shaped and got a bunch of extra health for it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, you know, good for him. It was fine. He didn't do a bunch of damage though with the limit break. He just like, well, it's, it's his first one because you've never used him. Okay. Well, maybe he should have thought about that before he hid behind the lost number. I don't know. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it was cool. I lo- the extra health was uh, convenient. That was very nice that I didn't have to, like, waste time healing him when he was getting low. He just got to limit break, so that was good. Um, I hope that look changes, though. I don't think it was a good look for Vincent. I would yeah, like so to see something So his first limit better. break is Galleon Beast. He only has one for each level. Um, and the thing that's different about his limit breaks is you don't con- once he's transformed, you don't control him. He just does his own thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is really useful for most of the game. You don't have to worry about him. He's just going to start crushing stuff. Um, and he stays that way for the entire battle, which can be really useful for boss battles. Uh, if you choose to do some of the very difficult, complicated things that I have burdened myself with at the end of this game, um, timing and order of moves matters. And then all of a sudden you can't use Vincent anymore. Mm. And that very much screwed me over my first attempt at this because Vincent had been a core member of my party and I did not have the people with the right limit breaks leveled up to do what I was trying to do. But that is a concern for way down the line and probably not a concern for you given your current usage of Vincent. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we'll see if Vincent makes it into the rotation. (laughs) Uh, he would be like a soft third. It would be like either him or Barrett. Um, assuming that I get P back and assuming uh-huh. that I also will have Tifa long-term, hopefully. Um, yeah, this, the Eagle was so annoying. It had so much HP. I was down to like almost no time. And I, I was going into that fifth battle of just like, okay, I mean, I'm screwed. Like it's whatever. And then it's just like a dude. <laughs> it's, uh-huh. it's a fight at the end. We had, like, yeah, no this health poor last guy. Yeah. Like wh- we're lining our train with a bunch of baddies just in case someone was following us. And our last line of defense is like <laughs> freaking just like a dude. Like Ian over here is just like our last guy. <laughs> RIP Ian. Sorry. Uh, yeah. He's gone. And then we have to try and get this thing to stop. We have, we go up to the cockpit or whatever. Uh, Sid knows exactly what's going on, kind of, except even though he knows what's going on, I still have to be the one to do it. Like, what is this? Um, we have to go, like, up and and down. And uh, well, it was, okay. for me, it was X and V, um, or C and V, rather. It was like, I had to go both up and then both down. And then, I don't even know. Um I think that's what it was, though. I think it was like I just simultaneously go up and then simultaneously go down and then simultaneously go up again. Uh, uh-huh. And then we got the train to stop. Yeah, Huzzah. I couldn't tell you because, like I said, I continuously fail in different ways <laughs> to uh, to stop the train from crashing. Um, and I know the first time it was because I ran out of time because I didn't do anything for a while. Cause I didn't realize I had to do anything mm. in my first playthrough. So I'm like hanging out. I'm like, great. We're on the train. We're do we're going where we need to go. And then I realized I needed to be actively catching up to the other train. By then I'd lost a couple of precious minutes. So I ran out of time this most recent time. I was pressing the buttons. It told me to, and it was not listening to me. 
Oh. Uh, and then it did it at the last second, but it was too late. And so I crashed into Mount Coral and everybody yelled at me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Were they okay? I mean, I was celebrated when I got to Mount Coral. Of course you were. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you wake up like you've passed out and you wake up in this old guy's house who like well house you know tent shanty mm-hmm. uh and uh they they want you to leave they're not very happy with you oh uh they gave me some kind of materia uh and i don't i'm you know p is a hero in this or not p i said oh god so it's a hero in this place um <laughs> yeah we got stuff we got a free night at the inn or whatever to rest and and whatnot um and that was it here in coral that was the whole train thing uh like i said before the logic of this is a little confusing because there was no one waiting for us here to like presumably pick up the huge material from the train that would hypothetically be arriving i don't know what their plan was i don't even know what our plan is with this huge material but we got it mission accomplished our goal is for shinra to not get it yes uh, More which, so than having yeah. an active agenda, we have a, a defensive agenda, a destructive agenda, which is to be in the an obstructive agenda, which is to be in the way. Yes, uh, I'm very good at being in the way. Yes, um, we are not the ruling party; we are the <sighs> the contrarian party. Here uh, cause problems. At yeah, the moment. you know, sometimes that fits like a glove. You know. Yeah. Um, so you got the Ultima Materia, which is one of the most powerful mat- uh, materia in the game. Oh. So that's a good one to stick in your arsenal, even if you're not using it. Just having it in there will level it up. It'll gain uh, AP ability points and get more powerful, which will be useful to you later. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I didn't even. I honestly didn't even read like what exactly they gave. Um, uh-huh. And we're done here in Coral. We've done the train stuff. We've got the huge material. Boom. Time to move on to Fort Condor. Uh, yes. We're going back to the to the place that I went We have previously. to go back. We have to go back. Did we really have to? I mean, I don't know that we like, really needed to here. Um, no. Those of you uh, who do remember that I went to Fort Condor before uh, will remember that my first experience, I was just confused at the whole process of what was happening. The first time I went, we went up there. I spent all of my gold to play this mini game that meant nothing. And then I just fought something at the end and beat it. And that was it. That was the whole situation. Um, This time, I basically did the same thing, except I did not waste my time on the game at all. (laughs) I did Uh not spend a single gold on anything because I was like, I'm not not going to beat it. It It's just going to take too long for me to try and figure this out. So I, I basically just gave up. I let them overtake You let the us. game run and you just yeah. let it be over. Yeah, that's. I, I think that's the wise move. I always know I'm not going to beat it and I always try because I'm a glutton for punishment. Is it possible to beat it? I mean, I'm assuming it has to be possible. I've to been it. told it is. Uh, I'm not sitting there spending half an hour memorizing that attackers beat uh, <gasps> wyverns and fighters are good against beasts or whatever the you know, combinations are the rock, paper, scissors of the mm-hmm. bat of the tower defense game. I'm not doing it. Um, so I put some things there and then I speed it up and I, I try and, you know, so-and-so met uh, an enemy and I attack it, but ooh, what are we doing? Yeah, this is uh very dumb. I don't, uh, this would fall pretty low in terms of the mini game rankings, but I don't even know if this is a mini game. 
because I've had to do this twice now. Um, <laughs> we're going in here. Uh, we uh, we beat the whatever thing at the end. I don't know how this boss was easier than like basically everything else on that train. Uh, <laughs> but we beat this one no problem. And then the big news here is that the condor egg on top of the thing hatches. Uh, and you would think, you know, maybe that's where they were hiding the materia or whatever. Uh, the, the bird statue falls to the ground. Long live the new bird. Uh, long live the new bird. Yes. Yeah. The enemy that you beat is called Commander Grandhorn. Uh, yes. And it only has 8,000 HP. So less than the Wolfmeister and less than the, e and like, half of the eagle gun uh yeah but you get the phoenix materia i do have the phoenix materia from going up there yes critical so important for the end game oh uh the phoenix materia if you summon it will revive any characters that are dead uh and as you may imagine later on it will be harder to keep everybody alive at the same time um and there's a materia you can get later on called Final Attack. And if you pair Final Attack and Phoenix into paired materia slots, then when you're, the character that has that dies, Phoenix will automatically be summoned and revive you. Oh. And then the higher you level up Phoenix, the more times you can use it. So the more times that will work. Ooh. It's really good. Crucial combo for the end game, in my wow. opinion uh wow what a strategy um there's more strategy there than anything that i used on fort condor full stop uh, -huh. uh i mean yeah. me too but like a year and a half ago that <laughs> sentence would have meant absolutely nothing to me so here we are you know a lot can change in a short period of time yeah i'm not gonna lie i have already forgotten exactly what you said there. <laughs> um <laughs> but whatever we'll get there well so phoenix is another one you want to just stick in a slot somewhere you're not going to need to use it anytime soon but a bunch of these materia it's like by the time you need to use them you really want them to already be leveled up mm -hmm. otherwise they're not going to be that useful to you and it's going to take a lot of annoying grindy time to get them to where you need them to be uh yeah i don't i don't love annoying grindy time um, so i'm trying to help you avoid it <laughs> mr well, i don't know i picked up the material i didn't really notice what it was i wasn't even thinking about it well think about it a little bit oh yeah there will be consequences to my actions i am full, <laughs> fully aware of that uh that's for sure uh yeah okay so long live the new bird we get we get a new condor here congratulations to fort condor uh, and then we go down, I was, you know, cause I'm like looking here. Okay. Where's the huge materia? What are we, we're here for the huge materia. Where is it? Who's got it? It turns out just some random guy at a table was like, dad, oh, I I've had this forever. And they were coming to take the bird and, and I hit it. And I used to work in the reactor. Yeah, sorry. I lured you here under false pretenses. <laughs> but uh my, here yeah my bad here's what you're looking for um what why did i go through the whole mini game thing <laughs> when this idiot just had it he just had it it was he just pocketed it it was just hanging out this 330 times powerful materia was just hanging out there um yeah. this is see here's here's my problem 
Yafi is supposed to be stealing things from people, okay? Why was she not able to figure out this is a good point. This situation. Are we not like able to detect materia on people? This is huge materia, huge. Clearly not that big or not that powerful if we're not able to detect it. Okay. Uh <laughs> calling BS on that one. Whatever. We get the huge materia. Um, we got both of them pretty easily. This uh, you know, this wasn't like a super difficult kind of I felt like these were a little side questy with with uh you know the reactor, the train, and then with this obvious side quest like mini battle whatever um mm-hmm. but they were decently easy i didn't if i would have had to redo the train one i would have been a little upset and would have probably called it much harder but i didn't <laughs> so it's fine um we got both of the huge material we have accomplished our somewhat nebulous and very aimless goal um of getting both of the huge material shinner doesn't have it huzzah yes so it's like okay time to go check on the kid um that spiky haired kid or whoever yeah time to go back still hasn't bothered to learn his name no no clue who it is uh i will say i have a little bit of respect for the loud he doesn't know that i'm so bad with names so like i get that (laughs) uh i've been there we go back to minial uh we're back in the uh hospital tifa's just hanging out seems like nothing happened no progress was made here and then explosions big massive uh uh-oh this is not good um should that be the title of the episode big massive uh (laughs) uh-oh big massive uh uh-oh the weapon (laughs) is here the dragon is here and it's coming to who knows what it's coming to do probably kill us maybe uh and then (laughs) it plops down and we fight and my ragtag mangled group of nobodies is fighting the weapon. Full Ultimate stop. weapon. Yes. A huge fight. Yeah. Except, uh, pranked. Gotcha. Um, psych. You're not actually fighting this thing. It turns out we just go back and forth a little bit. It attacks us a little bit. Everyone's fine. And then it just leaves. Yeah. Very unsatisfying. Very unrewarding here. Oh, you'll get to chase it around later. Don't oh, worry. I'm sure I'll get to chase it around. But I just have to say, at the end of that fight, when it's showing me all my loot and it says zero XP, zero gold. Yeah. Why? I, why I, am I, I seeing you. that? Screen? I hear you. Why Listen, are you sometimes me that? that's what happens. You know, sometimes the enemy pieces out. No, uh, the enemy should not be allowed to do that. Uh, if I didn't know how to do it, the enemy also shouldn't know this how to is do a, it. This is a. Th- Okay, see, now this is a thing, though, that makes D&D battles interesting. If it is a given that you are eventually going to defeat the enemy, then that's not, a, then that's, there's a lack of suspense there. It's just a matter of time. Is it a Whereas, given that I'm going to defeat the enemy, though? Because I have lost to many enemies. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you don't get a, you don't get a do-over in D&D. You die, you die, unless you go through a, apparently, very thorough, significant, and time-consuming resurrection process uh (laughs) that's neither here nor there anyway uh there will be more you will have many more encounters with ultimate weapon um chasing it across the sky eventually uh i was not remotely prepared for this battle the first time it happened to me i did not know i was going outside and walking into a boss battle so i think i i don't think i was even healed uh, and I like got wiped out immediately on my first playthrough. Um, the nurse heals you if you talk to her when you're oh. in there. 
<laughs> I later learned, uh, so that you're at least ready to go. Uh, but yeah, obviously you are not fighting with your ideal team of people, probably in anyone's circumstances. Uh, so it is, it's a little tricky. Um, but the one good thing is, I believe as you, uh, as you fight it, the, the damage accrues over time. So it's not like you're starting the battle over each time that you fight it. It, it, the HP is going to decrease as you encounter ultimate weapon again. Okay. It's like uh, a wasp. It will remember your face. I don't know. Uh, it's not the kind of wasp I thought you were talking about. Um, <laughs> I suppose it is more likely I would be talking about the other kind, but no, that is not, not what I meant. Um, yeah, so we fight it here, whatever, it runs away. I'm, like, you know, stopping my foot on the ground, like, oh, I don't know, you could have, you know. I don't know if we would have beaten it with that crew, but it's, you know, always annoying when the enemy just gets away like that. Um, and then the whole place starts to implode. Literally everything just, like, it's it's not good uh, what's happening here. Uh, the ground starts to go. I'm seeing uh, Tifa and Pia out there. Tifa's, like, trying to roll uh, the wheelchair out, like, we gotta get out of here. The doctor's like, oh, blah, blah, and then just stays there and does nothing, um, and dies, presumably. Uh, we go out, and then, I mean, I certainly thought that they would make it out, like, whatever. It seemed very, like, oh, you know, we're jumping at the last minute, whatever, we're gonna make it. But they do not. They fall into the life stream of the planet, or something like that. The yeah. life stream of something. Um, and they're down there and that's where we get some weird, uh, weird dream sequences. Yeah, man. It's some, uh, some trippy stuff. Um, I'm not entirely sure how to, how to go about describing all of this here. Um, because I don't really know what it was, uh, <laughs> I can, you know, give me, a... give me some vibes. Give me some impressions <laughs> of, of, of what's going on. Okay. So we have main Pia who is floating up in the air the whole time doing nothing. Uh -huh. We have puppet Pias who are around the side. There are three mm -hmm. of them. We then have shadow Pia who is a dark figure who is also there somehow. And then we have a translucent Pia uh, who is also following us around a little bit. So there's a lot going on here as we are going through some of the memories, I am I think, is is the word that I'm going to use here, mm -hmm. uh, of what's going on here. And so uh, we'll just start with big big takeaways here. Just like, you know, the, the announcement, uh, what's on the, the headline here. Um, Zach. Pia is not Zach. Zach is a separate dude Correct. that uh, we were under the impression that this was Pia. It turns out it's not. Uh, Zach was the one that Sephiroth uh, was, was training and working with and uh, had, you know, taken uh, under his wing. Zach conveniently has very similar hairstyles to Pia, except it's just black hair Um I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know if that was just the style at the time or uh, a lot of people were doing it. I don't know. Um, but it turns out Pia was not in Soldier, but rather just 
a Shinra guard. And so we are, uh, we go through some of the flashbacks. We go up to Nibelheim, um, up there with Tifa. Tifa's like trying to figure out what's going on. We're playing as Tifa in this one, which I also think is kind of interesting, uh, mm-hmm. since we're like exploring, uh, you know, Pia's backstory and like all of what makes him a character. Um, we're up there in Nibelheim. We flashback to the sequence of Sephiroth entering five years ago with who we had presumed to be Pia or Shadow Pia or whatever, uh, behind him with some Shinra guards. Turns out it was Zack. It wasn't Pia, but Pia mm-hmm. was there. Pia was one of the Shinra guards returning home after all of that time. Um, and so uh, we get we get that. I, I, that's like a very interesting, interesting takeaway. Um, that's like the stuff in Nibelheim. We go through that. We go over there to a well. We had seen this flashback before of the stars in the sky of looking up. Tia, uh, or T, uh, Tifa and Pia kind of going through some of their history together. Um, I, I don't know exactly what the takeaway is of a lot of this stuff. Because uh, we get that star zone, we get the Nibelheim stuff. And then on, on the other side, we are going through to Tifa's room. Uh, mm-hmm. over there because apparently as they were growing up Tifa hung with a different crew uh, or whatever um, you know Pia wanted to come over and was always too scared and we like get this you know cute little kid flashback or whatever of like uh, you know I wanted to be over there I always thought that that you were like too cool for me right. um, whatever like <laughs> you know very soapy drama stuff Um <laughs> Which, you know, uh, it, it kind of worked on me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the, perhaps the more interesting part here is Tifa and her other group of friends are going to climb uh, Mount Nibble. Nibbleheim? Uh-huh. Mount Nibel? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and Pia's following along. Her friends eventually get too scared. They don't want to go. It's too dangerous. Uh, but Pia follows. And then, of course, it actually is too dangerous because kids probably shouldn't be doing that all out on their own. <laughs> Unsupervised, um, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's not what should be happening. Anyway, they fall. Uh, Pia and Tifa are, like, falling together. They're both injured. They eventually, you know, get help and get in, you know, whatever. Um, and my my big takeaway from all of this, uh, well, I guess, like, two things here. Number one. It was said, uh, I believe by Zach here, is he's like, go kill Sephiroth or whatever in the end, because Zach got betrayed, of like everyone in Shinra and in Soldier was injected, is where uh, I think the word, with with Genova. Am I even close here? I think that that's, uh, I think that that's what we're told here. And so while Pia is not that character who he thought he was, Zach. Is, mm-hmm. is the actual character he's still connected to Genova here is my right. understanding uh i believe that's correct uh so i as i was telling you before we started i haven't played through this part of the game in my most recent playthrough uh and this part is very complicated <laughs> um but i think you i think you have it right yeah so like zach Cloud has largely mapped Zack's story onto himself. Yeah. Yes, he was uh, Shinra guard, but he was not in Soldier. Zack was always the guy he like looked up to and wanted to be like. Uh, and in in this process of, 
Um, well, there and there's more you can find out about Cloud and Zach in the in the library in the basement of the Shinra Mansion when you have an opportunity to go back to uh, Nibelheim. So you might want to check that out also. Okay. So I won't say too much for now, but I think you're on the right track. Yeah, and so uh, you know we get we get a couple of these different sequences of things that we have seen in the past of Pia being in that spot but now as we are looking back on them here he is in the shinra uniform and it is zach instead mm-hmm. um which i think you know i think that's like really interesting um and the logistics of how this all kind of happens in the life force or whatever or how tifa is just like fine wandering around through all of it i don't i don't really know um i guess it, like i don't have to think about it that much but uh we basically find out that Pia was real, did grow up here with Tifa, is from Nibelheim, mm-hmm. and like has these experiences and these memories. He is not uh, a clone of Sephiroth like we might have thought previously, or like we might have been told previously, or that I might have fully believed previously. <laughs> Um, probably because I was told previously and very specifically, he's not a clone of Sephiroth. He is instead Pia. He is his own character. Um, with that injection of Genova and with some uh, memory modification, whether it be intentional or uh, even just maybe passive, I don't know. Um, okay, here we go. I found the part of, uh, I've been paging through the script um the transcript of the game dialogue as we've been talking and cloud says uh i'm physically built like someone in soldier hojo's plan to clone sephiroth wasn't that difficult it was just the same procedure they use when creating members of soldier you see someone in soldier isn't simply exposed to mako energy their bodies are actually injected with genova cells for better or worse only the strong can enter soldier it has nothing to do with the Genova reunion, but weak people like me get lost in the whole thing. The combination of Genova cells, Sephiroth's strong will, and my own weakness are what created me. That's the that's the the summary of what we've been kind of picking apart and piecing together here in in Cloud's memories. Yeah, and even like that is a little confusing because uh-huh. like, the line between Genova and and now Mako energy and uh, Sephiroth's strong will and my own weakness, like what? <laughs> yeah. So well, so Mako is the energy that that fuels everything. That's it. It's like um, extracted from the life stream and then used to power. It, so it's like what we're in right now it's like the, yes. it's what we're bathing in right now yes here. okay uh so when you're when you're in medial the first time the doctor says mako poisoning because he's been exposed to too much of it um you know like being exposed to coal over a long period of time or natural gas or something like that uh whereas genova was this being uh and her cells are what created sephiroth and all these other clones yeah um and uh, the, i will say they do not uh this takes a while to get through this whole sequence here. yeah it's a lot a lot of unraveling of the the cloudiness of cloud's mind really um 
and I think it's pretty well done. I there's just a lot, and I'm confused by a lot of it because I don't yeah. I don't really know what I'm like supposed to think here. I think um, I told you last week you were going to get a lot of information and probably still be just as, if not more, confused than you already were. Yeah. Uh, the thing I am not confused about, and the thing that I I really like about this whole sequence and about where I think these characters are going, I really like the relationship between P and Tifa. Uh, relationship can mean a lot of different things blah, 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 mm-hmm. whatever whatever uh i don't know that it's like even necessarily romantic but i will say i love like that flashback of them as kids yeah. um it's just like so cute right it's like i don't know uh <laughs> I, mean, t- I talk about other shows that are like much more drama filled with like love stories <laughs> and romance or whatever i'm like that's not really what this is that's not really what this game is um and it's probably not even really what we're here to talk about but I love that kind of stuff, and it, like, absolutely works on me 100%. And so, like, even at the end here, um, it's very potent to me that, like, Tifa is the one that is helping Pia unravel this and, like, yeah. get the memories back to understand. Because Tifa has been there through the vast majority of it. I know right. we've, like, talked about how it, it's Sephiroth's strong will, Pia's weakness and whatever, Mako energy... I think it's also, like, it's not lost on me that, like, as Cloud is unraveling his own memories and history, Tifa is in all of them that we are seeing to write him. Um, And I think that's, like, I think that's powerful. Uh, And while I was personally annoyed that, like, Tifa was staying back at the hospital and I had to go with the Garbo (laughs) squad out to get the huge materia... Uh, it's not lost on me that like even in that moment Barrett was like but what if he's not real like what if what if he is like not what you think he is and Tifa was like it doesn't matter because in my mind he is and like uh-huh. that's as real as it gets and so like whatever we're talking about a video game it's like not <laughs> intense it's but not it is like, right like but it's the, real emotion. This is like yeah. very potent. It's very good storytelling. And I, I really appreciated it. That's that's what's critical, right? Is it's about the characters. It's a, if you don't care about the characters, people like you and I are not going to be playing these games. Yeah. Uh I mean, if you don't care about the characters, you're not going to play an RPG in general because you're you're signing up to spend so much time with these people. And if you're not invested in their stories and their relationships and what's going to happen to them it's not going to be worth your time. I have picked up and put down a couple of games, not many, because I make myself finish things out of a like compulsive need to complete stuff. But uh, it, the, the goal of an RPG, like the main crux of what makes it interesting is not the battle system. That's not the exciting part. It's, it's the story and a story is created through its characters and how they how they change and how their relationships to each other in the world around them changes. And I think this game does a really good job over the course of the entire thing. And obviously we haven't finished it yet of, of showing that, of giving you peaks and valleys and bringing people together and pulling them apart and getting you invested in someone and taking them away and, and doing all of those things. So you can be frustrated that you don't have your favorite people, but like that's I th- I think that's part of it. Yeah, uh, I, I will continue to be frustrated that I don't have my favorite people. Um, 
and uh, you know we talked a lot about like the heiress takeaway at the end uh, uh a couple episodes ago we talked about uh it was like potent it was very real it was very strong it was very genuine emotion that was happening here um i will say there are characters i don't care about uh mm-hmm. i've been sure. very clear about that i think that's okay they're uh, not all gonna hit for you and that's fine they don't yeah. for me either <laughs> like not you know not everyone's a winner but i think like having the leads or who i am at least perceiving to be the leads obviously p is a lead but you know i think tifa's also like way up there she's been here yeah. right from the start right um i think that is it's just really powerful storytelling um and i i love to see it i'm excited to see where it goes and then like this ending there of all of the various pia's coming together um like kid pia nibelheim pia stars pia <laughs> in in her room pia and then the pia that was also just like floating in the air the whole time <laughs> presumably yeah. real pia all like coming together and like that is what is 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 making him okay he was like scattered everywhere he didn't he, he like couldn't find himself and then tifa was able to help him through that process um yeah. And then it was it was just like this line of like, you know, everyone's waiting for you. Like we're re- like we need you, you're ready to go. I'm I want you to be a part of this. Everyone's waiting. Let's go. In this in this instant, uh Pia is Desmond and Tifa is his constant. That's for a handful of people out there, but that's a lost reference that Josh will appreciate. So you're welcome, Josh. <laughs> uh so where did you finish? You made it out of the live stream memory world. Yes, I finished basically here. There was a little bit yeah. after of like saving on the ship. And then I was told that we need to go to an underground thing in Junon. Yeah, so uh, everybody's reunited. We're all back together. Thank goodness. You you don't have to be Sid anymore. <laughs> I won't be. Uh, the whole squad's here, including our, our pilot who's getting slowly more confident. You want to give your pilot a name? Oh, uh, what's a what's a good pilot name? I feel like it has to. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'll I'll that'll be next week. I'll come up All with right, something. You'll for muse next on week. that for next week. Yeah, we'll get a good name in there. All right. Uh, so we're back on the high wind. We'll be heading out. Yes, the next place that we are going is back to Junon to get to the underwater reactor, where there is yet another piece of huge materia. Um, before you do that, I don't think you went to any of the stores in Medeal, did you? Uh, I might have. I would get weapons there. Okay. Um, there's going to be some major weapon upgrades. Uh, obviously the town is in shambles. Um, on the world map, you'll see it's basically just a green pool at this point. Uh, but you can get in there and still get you know, there's people have set up stands effectively where their shops used to be, and there are good weapon upgrades for for your for your crew in there. Okay, which will help you moving forward. And you did my homework, which was not that much. I just was giving clear instructions <laughs> of three things to do. Yes. Uh, so uh, we can go through them here yeah, very just quickly. Real quick here at the end. So I went. Uh, let's see. I went to the beach to get yep. big guard. Yes. Uh, also, you should be very happy because all of this is going right on Vincent. So I, there's a chance that Vincent stays in the party here for because yeah. he's the one. Well, 
the enemy skill materia can't be equipped to any person. Yeah, but, but then I'd, I'd have to like go do it. Then you know what I mean. Like I'd have to actually <laughs> <laughs> unequip and equip God. it. Uh, okay, so we got big guard from like some some weird stuff the on beach the beach plugs. Yeah, the beach plugs. Mm. Pretty bad. Yeah, name. I know. Don't pretty, love it. Pretty bad name. Uh, I don't think we want to be plugging anything on a beach. Um, we get the beach plugs. We get the big guard. Uh, the other thing I went to Rocket Town to buy some exit materia. I I think I've been saying this for a long time now. I had no idea you could just flee a combat. I had no clue that that was even an option. Um, I've been well, fighting. Came every- up during your epic Malboro fight last week. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, you could flee something, and so I got. I haven't tried it yet, just because I hadn't like fought anything that I like. I hadn't. I didn't have a lot of random encounters this go around, because um, I was on an airship. That's the beauty of an airship. You don't get a lot of random of encounters uh, on an airship. Um, and then I did. Uh, I forgot what I forgot what the actual name of the thing I fought was, but I got white wind. White wind from the Zemzelet, the big green <sighs> like marshmallow man with yes, wings from the yeah. Zemzelet. I will say the other benefit and thing that I learned here, I had no idea you could defend as an action as well in this game. No clue that was even a thing. Yeah. Um, you I, said it oh, in your I really so. only use it if I'm trying not to do damage for a specific reason, like yeah. getting an enemy skill. Um, but it is, it is a good option to have if you are trying to do that. Uh, yes, it was very useful because the first time I did it, I was like, oh, whatever, I can like attack it and then like whatever, I'll just go through the rounds. Nope, I just one shot everything. So, yeah, uh, (laughs) so we had to defend there. Um, fairly painless to get those things. Uh, we got them on Vincent. We'll see what happens. They they will be helpful when you get into difficult battles because they accomplish a lot of things at once on your entire party. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't have them for the longest time in the game. And so I'd go check a walkthrough for a boss battle and it would be start with White Wind and Big Guard. And I was like, yeah, I don't have those. (laughs) Uh, Still don't have those. Um, But they certainly make a difference and will make things a lot easier in the coming chapters of the game. Yeah. So coming up, we go to the underwater reactor. Uh, and then there's a couple of little side things you could do, but probably we'll just keep going with the story for now. Uh, get through the underwater reactor. And then the proverbial is going to continue to hit the proverbial fan as it were. So we're we're in it now like you know weapons are flying around cannons are being fired all systems go on the destruction of the planet it would seem like other than the fact that we have two pieces of huge materia oh yeah uh that's 660 times one materia that we have locked and loaded (laughs) uh yeah, so that's where we're at for now. It sounds like you're on track with the story. You're, you, you've got what's going on. Uh, and we're moving right along. Speaking of moving right along, you've made it to season four of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend <laughs> on one indescribable podcast. Uh, indeed I have said, yes, you can find uh, you can find us over there. We are uh, just releasing, I think, the first or second episode of season four. I have no idea. Uh, we record these things so far in advance. Um, we're early into season four. We're excited about season four. We have some great guests lined up for this season. Uh, you can find us over there on Twitter at 1CXG Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter at Piano and Adam 1. 
Um, I've kept busy recently. There's been a lot going on. Uh, I was on uh, the latest episode of Shit 90 Shows uh, with Jess Sterling and Sarah Ferguson talking about Dawson's Creek. Uh, so if you want all of my takes on the romantic ooey gooey stuff over there, we get really into it. Uh, and it's a ton of fun over there with them. I will also be in Shit 90 Show again uh, in a week or so, week and a half, talking about Xenon. Uh, a movie that I had never seen before. So uh, very excited about Girl that. Girl of the 21st century? Girl of the 21st century is right, Zed. Uh, a movie that I have not seen, uh, but they are super You were excited. probably in like preschool when it came out. Okay, well, uh, yeah. I mean, probably. I was zero when this game came out, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Okay. You know. Uh, also upcoming on the poster recaps for the patrons is who a uh, talking about Doctor Who with Russell Woodward and Kevin Mondeo. We're super excited to get into that. And then most recently, I was on the latest episode of Only Murders in the Building. Uh, we're talking about episode eight of season two. And all yeah, I have to say, time. yeah, all I have to say about that is if you ever wanted to hear me yodel, uh, you could head over to that podcast. Spoilers, only spoilers in the only building. spoilers in the building. Uh, just like for this podcast, I have a whole legal pad of stuff for only murders because. <laughs> I love solving it. And they said though, that right at the top, and I could picture it so clearly. I was laughing really hard. Yeah, it's this one. It's this legal pad right here. <laughs> uh, I have, and, and this is the one for Final Fantasy. So. Yes, you were met again with your old nemesis, the stairs. Yes. Oh, my God. The freaking stairs. Yeah, Josh did not miss an opportunity. Yeah. to a lot of crossover synergy between these two podcasts <laughs> going on, and we love to see it. Um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash hardrockhope playing this game and several others uh, most days of the week. You can also find me at hardrockhope on Twitter and anywhere else I exist on the internet um that's about it for me we wrapped up harry potter this is the only uh consistent gig i got going on right now but that's okay i have a recently spayed dog to take care of who wants to play way more than she's allowed to be playing um so that's a that's a full-time gig at the moment as well Otherwise, we will see you all next week with more adventures. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. Hit us up there. Get in on that Who A podcast that Adam will be doing in the coming weeks. Hang out with us in the Discord. Chat with us about Final Fantasy. All your favorite TV shows, movies, whatever else you got going on. There's a lot of big shows starting soon. Um, tons of great things Post Show Recaps has to offer. So hopefully we will catch you all somewhere in the skies on the high wind. See you next time. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.